When your money's on the line, choose a trusted sportsbook that gives you tools to win, like my bookie. And my bookie doesn't matter if your team's up or down. You can easily cash out or bet the game live to come out on the winning side. Use my bookie for daily odds boost, same game parlays. I like teasers. And take advantage of the huge prize pool contest. Plus, my bookie currently has a no strings attached cash bonus that lets you deposit, withdraw, Quick, carries a one-time rollover, can't find that anywhere else. Just use promo code 49ers, 49ERS, or scan the QR code on this video right next to my face here to claim your own cash deposit bonus now. That's promo code 49ers. So try my money uh, money bag. Uh, you basically roll the dice, and it picks a team and gives you extraordinary extraordinary odds on who's going to win the Super Bowl. Um, lots of fun options there, so bet anything, anytime, anywhere, and I do mean anywhere, wherever you are, you can bet with my bookie. Just make sure you use the promo code 49ERS, and let's go. Let's make some money together. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host. John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? It is absolutely incredible to be with you guys. It's a new year. It's the same show and the best. Why would you change something that is so good? Wayne Breezy, the man, it's Tuesday. How we doing, man? Tuesdays are the best days. We ship champagne like we Thursday. No, it's, yes. it's a good day. You know, I woke up. Well, well last night was great for Breezy. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. congratulations to your Wolverines. No way, man. Dude, no way. I appreciate that. Awesome. that. No, Two because the, games. The, the, the game plan, we're talking about the plan, the game plan was we were going to spontaneously <laughs> show up in Texas, Houston to be exact, <laughs> and just live our best lives. Hey, man. I just get to save somebody for the playoffs. You know what I mean? That's exactly, all it is. Ex all exactly. It is. Exactly. I got you. I got you. Which me too, because the only way I was going is if it was a joint venture <laughs> And we can watch Texas and Michigan go at it. But listen, man, uh, a great night, man. It was, it oh, was, it was awesome. a great night. New Year's was good. Uh, my 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 grandmother turned ninety eight, ninety eight. And so the she's cool Javon thing, Javon Hargrave. She's, and the cool thing was like one of the gifts we gave her. We gave her a 
it's hard to it's 98 trips around the sun you kind of run out of things to get right so we did a money flower like dollar bills so it was nine it was a hundred dollar bills Ooh. and then in the middle were roses how cool but is that that was cool because i was definitely trying to figure out how i could get some of it but she wouldn't <laughs> let it go <laughs> she's 98 she 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 got her wit she she, exactly bro but it's good to be here john i love it man rtp appreciate you with the chat we got jp love all the hashtag ccs all the bbs for the breezy bunch this is awesome um and yeah you know the college football it's so fun because it's kind of draft time i've got some draft questions we'll talk about a little bit later but i want to be in the moment above all else the 49ers are the one seed. They have handled their business. We have so many milestones that were accomplished within within the 16 games without the 17th game asterisk, whatever you want to say, with them expanding the thing. I want to talk about those things. Go over some playoff seedings, matchups. Talk about historic this defense is. We got a lot of stuff, and above all those things, we're going to keep talking through the chat. Joe, appreciate you. Oh, he, he he got one right. He got one wrong here. He says, sorry about your longhorns, John. I'm rooting for the Spartans because of Wayne. Uh, I think that's a backhanded compliment there. Just I, 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 like, I'm curious. I, I appreciate the rooting, but the Spartans, nah, them little brothers is going to be at home. Rivalry. Yeah, they watch Yeah, they're going to be at home for the next 10, 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Vince right here. New Year, same old sorry-ass Rams. And, you know, this is something that I want to talk about later. Along, you know, 49ers social media, there's a lot of fear of the Rams. And I am just like, I don't understand. I don't get it. I understand Stafford's playing some good ball. I understand they got two good wide receivers. But, man, I don't know about being worried about the Rams. I'm not worried about any team in the NFC, personally. It just No, no. I, like, when I, when I say, when I said on Twitter – the one team I don't want to see in the playoffs is the Rams. It doesn't mean I'm not. It doesn't mean I'm worried. It's just more like I just rather not see the same team three times. That's a preference. I didn't want to see Seattle three times last year, but the way the cards felt, we had no choice. We went out. We went out there and did the damn thing. And just because the Rams uh, are, are what one and zero against Kyle Shanahan in the playoffs, that doesn't mean I'm worried. I just rather not see the Rams three times. It's it's a divisional game. They can go either way. You know, you you could kind of tip your hat, you know, oh, we about to blow these – you don't blow out divisional opponents, right? Like, it rarely happens, even though we blew out the Seahawks. But my point is it rarely happens. So I'd rather not see the Rams, but I'm not worried at any percent worried about the Rams. I love that. What's up, Big Papa? We got Coach Cruz in the house. Call it. Ooh, Nick, nice. He was first on your stream. Got to give it up to him. Manny was second. Uh, appreciate those guys. I love how they fight for that, man. Um, happy New Year, Nick. Appreciate you, Kim. From across the pond, and, you know, we're already starting to get leaks of the 2024 schedule. It's starting it, to come out, it, baby. Is it, is it possible we're across the pond next year? I think it is possible because the Niners, you know, when they switched over to the 17th game, that means one year you have nine home games, one year you have eight. 2023 was an eight home game uh, year for the 49ers. Next year, you It'll get that seven. additional one. So mm. it's going to be probably an NFC versus NFC team. Um, across the pond and you know one of the things that's still up in the air almost all the teams are kind of determined as far as like seedings for 2024 it's that uh nfc south because whoever wins the division we travel to that team whether that's tampa bay new orleans saints who i want to get it or the atlanta falcons and i think if one of those east coast teams the falcons or tampa bay gets it that could be 
a Europe game. I think that really could be one. So, but I, I would could dig it, baby. I want to go to New Orleans. I want some beignets. I want some hurricanes. I know Wayne likes hurricanes. I got him messed up one time on those. Listen, where was that? I don't know, but don't do hurricanes. I think that was in Atlanta. I think I got you in Atlanta. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> hurricanes and pool water, like anything blue, stay away from it. Like That's it, awesome. It, <laughs> I love it. what's up, Jack. She's the best. Hello, Faithful. Have a great hey, show. Jax. Really appreciate you. We got Steven in the house, man. Uh, a lot really of really bunch of members in here, man. What a great, what a great, what a great team. What a great new year we're, we're, ah. we're kicking off. You know, it was cool to watch. I didn't watch the victory speech from the game, but it was cool to like watch it in the new year and be like, yo, that's dope. And on top of that, they still weren't satisfied. You know why I love this team? Because they know that they're still not at that you know can of whip ass ability like like it's there but they still don't have they don't play up to that full thing yet they're still not there maybe they're saving it for the playoffs yeah we'll see and you know uh debo was just on k adams show Ooh, and he just it. said you know like he just said it's all hands on deck this week against the rams and so let, let's transition let's talk let's go 49ers rams week 17 i'm sorry week 18 18? 17th game, but week 18 on what the 49ers should do. You know, that what's the plan moving forward? That's what we're talking about today. Personally, I don't think there's even a place for the 49ers to rest everybody. It is almost too pot too like difficult to figure that out. So let's let Kyle Shadahan tee this up. Then I want to hear from you, Wayne, what the 49ers should do week 18. I really didn't think about it. Um, we're just focused on this. I'm um, definitely try to rest some guys, um, but I mean you can't rest everybody. It's too hard. I mean, you don't have enough players, so we got to fill the team without a doubt. But um, and we're gonna have a big week of practice. You know, I still think there's lots of things we got to obviously get a lot better at, and the only way you do that is playing football and practicing football. So we'll have a big Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, um, figure out our roster as the week goes, and decide what we'll do for Sunday. I love that he said, you know, we're going to have a big week of practice. And even in his halftime speech or his post-locker room speech, he said, only way we get better is by playing football. And whether that's practicing or games, so just understand this, we're going to work because we're not where we need to be. You alluded to that. So, Wayne, what were your thoughts after hearing that? What do you want to see this week? I'm, look, I, I think I came out last week and said, I think that the players should play. Uh, how much, that's kind of like up to Kyle Shanahan, but – you know, you treat it, it's a, it's a regular season game. So you don't treat it like it's anything else. You come out there with a game plan to win. And I don't think they, you know, I'm not going to say it's going to be a vanilla game plan, but 49ers want to win. They want to beat the Rams. They don't want to lose to the Rams. I think that's what it is. That's the mindset. If you just told me that Debo Samuel said, now nah, we coming out all players on deck, well, Look, if the players are injured and they're and and they need an, an extra week off, then no, those players won't play. Wouldn't be surprised if Trent Williams isn't out there. He's going to be out there. I, I just got a funny feeling that they're not done yet. And I'm a huge person on rust. I do believe players get rusty when they don't play. They've earned the week off. Imagine what practice will be like. You go 13 and four whether it's a meaningless game or not, but you sweep the division again, that would do something to the camaraderie in that locker room, right? Two years in a row, I know people are looking at it like it's a meaningless game, but for two years in a row, you will own your division 
And um, like Kyle Shanahan said, it would be almost impossible to rest the starters because they're part of the game plan. Because no one's talked about the offensive line, right? And so, like, they got to play, right? The majority of the offensive linemen got to play. Maybe Aaron Banks, this is a game where he can get right before that bye week, um, even though he was dressed last week and didn't play with the turf toe. Uh, so we'll see. But I, I think you got to play these players uh, as much as you can. If you got a comfortable lead, you start plucking them out one by one. Um, but I think they go out there and play. Yeah. I And you know what's crazy is there's only one team in the NFL that's undefeated against their division this year. That's the 49ers. There's only one. Every wow. other team has a division loss. You go to last year, there were two teams that escaped the entire regular season. Agreed. The Chiefs and the Niners. The Super Bowl and the yep. Niners. So the yep. 49ers got a little bit of, you know, and for McVay, the small brother who's been dominated in this series – He's man, let's get this monkey off our back now. We could play them here in two weeks in the divisional round. Very possible rematch. There's something to be played. Aaron Donald hates the 49ers more than anybody. He's gonna act like he don't he, know their names and whatever. Debo else, said, right. Oh, this, and this for me, I want Debo to play. Thank you so much, Mill underscore money. I want Debo to get those 129 yards. I know he has a thousand scrimmage yards. It's not the same as a thousand receiving yards. It it don't don't, I same. thought it, John. My voice is coming back. You can hear the post nasal drip on its way out. <laughs> I'm feeling better. It doesn't hit the same, and I thought it was me. I really did. I'm like, yo, a thousand screaming yards. That's cool. That's it's cool. cool. It's, it's cool. cool. But what is he? A buck twenty nine away. He can have a big game, and he has big games against the Rams. He does. He does. And a lot of that was because him and Jalen Ramsey kind of had their thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, physical yeah. on physical and kind of best on best or whatever else. Um, so, yeah. And, you know, let, let's let's go through some of these before we jump to the Rams and all that stuff. I pulled up a handful of just kind of accolades that the 49ers Ooh. have accomplished. You know, number one, I think probably most importantly, Brock Purdy breaks the all-time 49ers passing mark, which is just crazy to me. 4,280 yards, only by two yards against Jeff Garcia, but he's still going to play. Brock Purdy plays this week. And <laughs> you look at these names. I love it. Jimmy Garoppolo's in the top 10 twice. Anything else stand out to you about this top 10 list for passing yards? We're going to do passing touchdowns as well. So, look, the reason why it stands out to me is because when you think about the 49ers offense – it's always, you know, yakety yak. And it's been that, right? Like it's been uh run after the catch, yards after the catch, however you want to you call it with with Steve Young, with uh Jeff Garcia, with Joe Montana, uh, with Jimmy Garoppolo, now Brock Purdy. Yes, that's the basis of the offense, right? Get the ball to your playmakers. But when you look at what Brock Purdy and the element that Kyle Shanahan was able to add to the game, it's the same element that we thought we were going to get from drafting a quarterback like Trey Lance, and that's getting the ball down the field, getting those explosive plays. And like John, you are it's so dope when you say explosive plays aren't necessarily something that you plan for, uh, but they are dialed up at some point, Like, but they have to be executed to happen. So in this past game, when you the, the one explosive play we got 
was to Brandon Ayuk, and usually Brandon Ayuk is catching passes plus 20 yards every game, right? Every game. Led the NFL in yards per reception. Yeah, but they're defending him a little bit differently, and and Brock had to get the ball out a lot quicker. And the one thing I'm loving about Brock Purdy is his ability just to locate man coverage, and I I don't think it's talked about enough. And, you know, you see it in the NFL. Quarterbacks are looking for it. Brock goes through his progressions, hit the explosive play to Brandon Ayuk, and that's what's helping elevate his yards. So, yo, we're still that yak team, but now we can hit you with some explosives deep down the field. And I don't think people really understand what, how the, the, the new element of the San Francisco 49ers offense, taking the top off the D, that's something that we can look forward to because Brock is only going to get stronger and better. Yeah, I like that. I, I do like that. Now, I played a little bit of this clip on the post game, but I want to put this up there now just because I think it's imp- impressive. This is Brock talking about becoming the all-time leader. I mean, it's an honor, you know, to be able to come into an organization with a, the rich history that this place has. Um, and obviously to be able to to break a record like that, um, to me, you know, just being the human side, the human side of it is like, cool. You know, like I was just a little kid dreaming of playing in the NFL and to be able to do something like that. It's pretty cool, but man, I gotta say it's a testament to the team, you know, that I have around me, um, the dudes that I get to throw the ball to, um, the guys on defense, special teams, our coaches, the organization. I mean, it was everything's been so good for me to come in, and and they've allowed me to, you know, have success. And so it's a testament to everybody around me, and um, I'm very thankful. Football season may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or fight for home playoff court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. And Prize Picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players get injured. For basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player projection won't count against you and the rest of your entry stays live. There's lots of bets. Stephen Curry, over 27.5 points. Draymond Green, will he make one three-pointer or no? Very easy things to bet. Download the app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the Prize Picks app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. There we go. Uh, and, you know, that's awesome. Now, if we look at passing touchdowns, he's still got work to do. But he is the first quarterback since the year 2000 to have over 30. He has 31 passing touchdowns, but still comes in fourth on the list. You got two Steve Youngs and another Jeff Garcia, um, you know, 32 yard or 32 touchdown passes in 2001. So we still got some work to do there. Yeah, he does. Me, There's nothing saying Brock can't go out and have a five touchdown game and, and tie for first. It's possible. He could, here's the thing. You this think week they'll if, leave him in that long? 
Listen, Brock Brock get all his touchdowns in the first half. <laughs> but no, here, here here we go, right? Now and and no not disrespect to the Rams defense. I'm sure they're going to come out and try to they're going to play hard, right? But no, seriously, look, Brock has the opportunity to go out there and pass Jeff Garcia again, right? And he has the opportunity to at least maybe possibly catch up to one of Steve Young's accolades. So we'll see what happens. But at the end of the day, you know, first and foremost, I think they come out, they play Kyle will probably treat it like a preseason game uh, or whatnot. Uh, but the game plan, I guarantee you, for Kyle Shanahan is to destroy Sean McVay. Listen, both teams are in the playoffs. So at this point, it doesn't really matter. The seeding is pretty much set. They got the sixth seed. We have the first seed. It is what it is. And the only way we actually see them, right, in the second round is if they win and if the Cowboys win, then we get them, right? Is that how it works? The lowest seed, so they they could be the seventh seed. So their okay. seed, they're in. They're just in here. I'll I'll, I'll pull this. So up if the Seahawks, quick. if the Seahawks win, they're they, out. There's a couple. Oh, no, Green they're not Bay. out. Green Bay, Green Bay would have to lose. Here we go. So there we go. Uh, real quick, let's 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 go through this and you know the current seedings. Okay, you got the 49ers are the one. The two seven matchup is Cowboys Packers. Packers played some good ball. Three six is Lions Rams. Four five is Bucks Eagles. Now, if we look at the seedings, there are five teams. Five teams. Well, really, only four. Even though Chicago's seven and nine, um, they're eliminated. But the Falcons can get in. They're seven and nine. Minnesota can still get in. They're seven and nine. And then you got Seattle and the Saints at eight and eight. So it could still be crazy. It's just for that last spot. So there's only one spot open for five teams. Interesting. So, and if what's it called? If Seattle or Green Bay or New Orleans wins and the Rams lose, they would fall below, I believe. Uh, I don't think they can fall behind Seattle because of the division record, but the other teams they can because of the uh, what's it called? The conference record. I think the Packers could still pass them if the Rams lose, but more more than likely, Rams would be the sixth seed. But they've clinched the playoff spot. Yes. So the worst in. the worst scenario is a seventh seed. Yes. Right. So that's my point. Like, so like at the end of the day, like the Niners if, and, and, and if the Rams win in the first round, they play Dallas, they beat Dallas. Guess what? The Niners get the Rams in the divisional round for the third time of the season. So like this is this is going to be cool. The playoffs is going to be great. I can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. Bart Scott. That's what he says. Fish and Chips appreciates. He says Rams are our longest and greatest rival. Kick butt. Don't pull punches. Send them in there limping. I'm totally with that one. I don't mind. And I saw, you know, shout out to uh, Claudia. She says, you know, treat this like a preseason game. That's my mindset. You know, yeah. I want to go out there and have, look, if you guys can go out there and have three straight scoring possessions. Often, that's what I'm saying. And that's what I'm saying. It all depends on how they execute. I think that was the thing that I wanted to, you know, stick with. I think Kyle Shanahan is going to have a game plan for those guys to go out there, execute, and put up points, right? They're going to be at home. They're going to be in front of the faithful. They're going to want to go out there. And and I'm hoping that they fix some of their mistakes in the red zone. I did not like the red zone offense last week. They only, with their 50%, three for six in the red zone. They got to be better. They get to that 20-yard line. They got to find ways to punch it in. And for the first time ever in all season, we can't blame it on penalties because there weren't any penalties in the red zone this week. It's so crazy, right? So they got to be better when it comes to executing in the red zone. And so I think this is what Kyle is going to look at trying to do. And I wouldn't be surprised if Sam Darnold gets his first touchdown this week. 
Yeah, uh, he had one last week, I think, didn't he? Whenever Brock went down, he threw one touchdown. Pass. Oh, to Ronnie Bell, Ronnie Bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Second touchdown to this 10 week. Matchup. There we yeah. go. And what's crazy is I feel like the 49ers are good at like fixing one issue per game. They can't fix but, two, but not multiple <laughs> issues. I got you. I I got they it. Middle these uh, right. red zone. Well, that's up. because they're they they have ADHD. So when when they look to fix they something, they will fix it all the way. Like last week. Uh, Three missed tackles recorded, right? Three mixed, three missed tackles. So going from what they did the week prior, that's a fix. Like that's a fix. That was like a huge fix. So yeah, man, look, the Niners are going to come out. They're going to come out sharp. But like you said, treat it like a preseason, maybe a preseason three game. Your starters play the first half, and then you start pulling yeah. them out. You start, you start, you start pulling them out. I like that. I like that. Daryl with the super chat. He says our O line was hunting on Sunday. Let them by far their best game of the year. And Jake Brindle, was Jake Brindle, pass pro. Oh, which he's been terrible for the past month. But man, he had a game. Cole McKivitz had a good game. Look, it's about damn time. Yeah, it's about damn time. Hey, turn up the music. I'm just saying, like, it's about time, right? Like the the the, the word continuity that I was looking for. Uh, Spencer Burford still struggled in pass pro. Uh, he wasn't too good. Uh, he's better in the run blocking game. Um, you know, uh, Elijah Mitchell had a great game. Uh, you know, and Kyle said, listen, when he's healthy, he let us in rushing. And he's right, right? And so, like, I know a lot of people wanted to move on from Elijah Mitchell or trade him or whatever. I kept saying we just got to be patient. And this is what Kyle, this was part of his plan. Like, this is probably why he wasn't rushed back, because they could rely on Jordan Mason if need be. They had that luxury in the running back room. They kept a running back and Jeremy McNichols on the practice squad, brought him up when they needed to, blah, 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 blah. They released TDP, and then they brought him back to the practice squad. So the Niners, it's like the Niners have a, uh, uh, in baseball, what do we call it? Uh, a farm system? They created oh, yeah. their own. <laughs> the double got a. Their, yes so they got their own double a brewing right there in santa clara so they got players even though we haven't seen them and they haven't been productive they just need to pl plug and play get the opportunity that's what it is you know I, i'm going to skip around a little bit i'm going off script here but i love what you said and i, I want to transition quickly one of my favorite you know especially when we get to draft time daniel jeremiah moved the sticks he he's unbelievable everybody knows who he is he put this out on Twitter and he said, you know, this is I'm reading his Twitter quote, fun to look at how San Francisco and Baltimore built their teams. One thing that stood out to me is the commitment to off ball linebackers. So many teams has devalued that spot. These uh, they've invested in it. The four dudes, incredible players shut down the middle of the field, run and pass. And you brought up farm system, right? So I was like, man, OK. We're talking about these four. We're talking about Fred Warner, Dre Greenlaw, Roquan Smith, and uh, Patrick Queen. All four of the top six linebackers in the NFL. And I don't think anybody would disagree with that. Now, what's crazy is, you look at how the Ravens got those guys. They traded a second and fifth rounder for Roquan and a first. They spent a first rounder on Patrick Queen. Whereas mm -hmm. the 49ers spent a fifth on Greenlaw and a third on Warner. Not only that, they also undrafted free agent Aziz, developed him, and we just got news today. One of our yeah. backups, one of our farm systems, yeah. Corey, uh, Robinson, he got offered a roster spot for the Titans and turned it down, Wayne. That's crazy. Curtis Robinson, hell? are you serious? Turned it down, said, nope, I want to stay right here. I want to go to the playoffs. I want to be a part of this team. That's culture. Can I, can I factor in? You know, 
Um, really quick shout out to the Ravens because I think between the Ravens, the 49ers, the Panthers, and the Bears, they had linebackers. Like that, that was how they based their they based they built their defense off the linebacking position. Now, the majority of those players, um, you know, I'm talking Ray Lewis, Brian Urlacher, Luke Keekley, Patrick Willis, right? Like though the difference between like Luke Keekley and Patrick Willis maybe became started kind of like that hybrid still linebacker mean mugging but can still cover right like those were those two guys and then you saw san francisco take that model and went straight to finding a linebacker that was a hybrid between safety and linebacker and that's when they drafted fred warner and you you know you, you can tell that what was a, what was missing from the ravens defense for some years was a guy that controlled the middle of the field like a Ray Lewis. So they had to get back to that. Yeah, it's cool to have Ed Reed because he can float and he can control the secondary and see it from that perspective. But they needed that general. And so when they drafted Patrick Queen, that was dope, right? But they had to spend a first-rounder on him. The thing that makes San Francisco so amazing is at the time when they drafted Fred Warner, you had one of the great greatest linebackers to play the game, like coaching him up from day one. And that's the head coach, D'Amico Ryans, of the Houston Texans. That's why that defense will be a problem. Give them two or three years, they're going to be on the same page. The 49ers know how to develop linebackers. They don't necessarily have to use a luxury pick and get a top guy from the draft. They can find out what you know characteristics that they need to be a linebacker in this system, and then they just keep churning them in, churning them in, churning them in. So Fred Warner developed into a Mike linebacker. And the crazy thing is Greenlaw can play the mic. Aziz could play the mic. Like you think about these linebackers, they could play the mic. And so that's what we do, man. That If you ask me one position the Niners develop, it's the linebackers. Linebacker. We have MD winners, Jalen Graham. We got rookies. We, they're in the up. system. They're in the system. You remember the Marcelino McCrary ball hype? Like I miss him. loved him. I loved I, him. But he's, but, but he's, he's gone. <laughs> gone, gone, G O W N, gone. Um, and so like, and so I think you know what? It, if we're gonna have this conversation, we can't leave out Reuben Foster because the Forty Hours no. did spend a first round pick, traded up, they first did, round pick, but it didn't work out. And I felt like that was like one of there. There's two John Lynch, Kyle Shanahan teams pre Reuben Foster and Post. after. Mm -hmm. They changed their whole scouting plan. They changed everything. They don't take red flag players anymore. There and you if go. you have medical issues, you, you are go. a late day three pick only. There you go. Only. But 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 they had to learn. Okay. And 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 if I'm not mistaken, I think they traded up to get Ruben Foster. Like I think that was something that they did to move back in the first round to get him because I believe the first pick was a different player at that time. So in the first round. So my my point is. Reuben Foster was what they were trying to use to, to rebuild the linebacker position, and he can go from sideline to sideline. He had the energy. The issue with him was his red flags, and I think the Niners thought at that time their culture can help change the mindset. No, 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 and that's, that's not what happened. So he couldn't figure it out, but you know what they did? They drafted him. They stood by him. And they tried to support him. Unfortunately, he fell by the system. Now, we wish him all the best luck, and we hope he's out there, you know, doing what he can. But he would have been a phenomenal linebacker if his mind was 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then the health concerns came later. Then the health concerns. Yeah. yeah, he stayed That's- injured too. Good point. Yep. And so, you know, like one of the funny things is like anytime people talk about, man, we could have had Micah Parsons. I'm like, dude, there's no way in hell you draft Micah Parsons after drafting Ruben Foster. Now, Parsons has panned out, but you look into the past of of Parsons, he makes Ruben Foster look like a freaking yeah army cadet like yeah. that dude like <laughs> michael parsons yeah. history is beyond spotted i don't think he was even on our draft board but whatever now sergernaut no. says did bills play last sunday he did he got four snaps on defense and 11 special team snaps so he's getting worked into the mold just a little bit i expect him to play a lot maybe even the entire second half which we always rotate d linemen and i have noticed bills goes robert bill goes all out it's one it's zero to hundred. It's one or the other. He got so, gassed after his first game. Yeah, big time. Um, but you know that he will. He he's got to get into to NFL, uh, 49er football shape, and the only way he's gonna do it, John, is by getting some reps. And so, they're they're, they're dialing him in as, as a little bit. That's why I said I wouldn't mind. You know, if we see him as a specialist on third and longs, because he got energy and let him just exert it out. Try to get to that quarterback, make a play, come back out, right? Like, you know, and then rebuild, recharge or whatever. And so it's good that he's getting out there. I wouldn't be surprised if we see all these rookies play on Sunday. I want to see some Braden Willis packages. I want to see, like, I want to see Ronnie Bell. Listen, Ronnie Bell, when Brandon IU comes out, I guarantee you. That touchdown that Ronnie Bell caught in the Ravens game from Sam Darnold was 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 a Brandon IU play. And you knew it was, right? So my question is, like this past week, they moved him to Juwan Jennings' spot, which didn't I like felt it. like I didn't like it either. Like didn't I like love it. the idea. It's not a slot guy. Wasn't there? It well, he's just he's just we not a. About this before the game too. We, we sure we sure did, and 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 it doesn't mean he can't become a slot guy. It's just right now working him in it, into that uh, role. That's not his thing. He's a quick, fast, shifty receiver, but playing in the slot, you got to block properly. He had a he had a hold, he had a penalty in this game, right? Like like right, and 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 it negated a big Debo Samuel run, which got the 49ers down to the red zone at the goal line. And I guarantee you, it would have been another touchdown for the 49ers. But that's the opportunities that I'm talking about. I didn't think it was a big ass hold, but the right. and it was a late flag because he's on his booty and the dude is up. It, it was it questionable. Be- it was questionable. But 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 they called it. Refs are gonna ref, and and you got to deal with it. But he's a he's a rookie. Not you know. I rather Jennings watching that's like, dude. If you get a penalty from the slot, you better kill somebody. Kill kill him, right? But they're <laughs> they're two different receivers, right? They're two different receivers. Body types, skill sets. That's my point. Different. Like everybody thinks a wide receiver is a wide receiver. No, Mm-mm. no. Not at all. Wide receivers are wide receivers, but they have different responsibilities. I want people to understand that. I, w- I would like to see Ronnie Bell go back to his natural, I'm I'm Brandon Ayuk too, uh, type of receiver. Who will be the Debo in that game? 
I don't know. Ray Ray McLeod might be cleared to play this week. We'll get some Ray Ray McLeod uh, offensive action. We'll we'll see what happens though. There we go. Uh, Johnny Dell gives us an update on Ruben Foster. He's now Thanks, in the Johnny. USFL. Is it the UFL now? They just changed it, right? With Ooh, the Birmingham it. Stallions because they just combined. I saw the Rock announcement or whatever. Okay. Um, but yeah, so there's eight teams and he's playing in there and he's playing well. But the injuries and the off the field stuff and yeah, we're. I mean, have you ever known the 49ers to cut a player the day before a game? You no. remember that whole thing? I remember the whole thing. They stood behind him, and Sherman I, was I, again. They advocated. He was. He was his PR, right? Like, right. But they were trying to change. They had the players to change the culture. I believe that was one of the reasons why they they signed Richard Sherman. And look at that. That Richard Sherman signing is the same reason why they bring in vets now. Think about it. Think about it. It's 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 the Niners necessarily using those savvy vets to help, you know, change the mindset of these young players in the NFL. Help them go help them come along. But again, the player has to wanna change. And, you know, Foster he, he, we don't know what he wanted at that time. You're young, you're in the NFL, you get your first money. And I root for him. But he I couldn't stay healthy. Happen, uh, best of luck to him. I'm glad he's no longer with us, and I hope he never I agree. comes back. Um, I agree. First chances, I believe in that. Second chances, okay. Third chances, you are going to play for the Cowboys or the Seahawks or the Chiefs. Like those three teams is it. Fish and Chips, appreciate the super chat. He says, Brock's ad-lib plays need to continue for a Super Bowl run. And that leads me to the next stat that I wanted to talk about. Uh, NFL Game Day put this out. Most games with 110-plus passer rating in their first two seasons in NFL history. The top four, Dan Marino with 12, Justin Herbert with 13, Russell Wilson, the troll himself, 14, and Brock Purdy, 14. What does this list say to you, Wayne? I, I Daddy's elite. <laughs> That's elite elite. Yeah. Well, my, my, my point is you, you, you beat out your, your idol. Right. Oh, you Dan Marino. Against, that's why he wears thirteen. That's right. There it is. You go against the young phenom and Justin Herbert, who had probably the worst season of his career, and you can set it up to bad coaching, bad system, whatever, whatever. We know the talent of Justin Herbert, and then you got Dangerous up there. And I know Dangerous now isn't the same Dangerous we dealt with uh, when we when he played for Seattle. But these are some great quarterbacks. And, you know, Brock Purdy, you know, to be efficient in this league is not easy. I think people think it's super easy to, you know, get the ball out, to, you know, be accurate with your passing. Like efficiency is 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 everything. It, it shows your competence. It shows that you understand football. There's times that Brock Purdy makes mistakes because he forgets that he can be efficient and he wants to be that gunslinger. And then next thing you know the pass is a little off and it's getting picked off right listen i'm here for all of that i'm here for quarterbacks making mistakes i'm here for brock purdy making mistakes but i like what he does in correcting his mistakes he gets right back to his game plan of you know being efficient this passer rating of 110 plus he had a 124 i think 0.6 in the last game the dude is just a great quarterback in the NFL and you can you can you could say it's because he got weapons you can say it's because it's Kyle you could say whatever you want you know who has to go out there and execute it That's Brock right. Purdy 
every time, man. Hey, Big Papa says, remember, uh, he didn't start the first 12 games his rookie season. So I went back and I looked, Jotty Dale, he on the spot too, man, always is. Um, you know, I went back and counted all of these players' starts their first two years. Um, Russell Wilson had the most with 37 starts. This is regular season and postseason, just starts, not games appeared in, just starts. Russell Wilson had 37. Mm -hmm. um, Herbert had 31. Marino mm -hmm. had 29. Brock Purdy's had 24. So he's the best on the list with five less starts than Marino and 13 less starts than Russell Wilson, who he's tied with, which yeah. context matters. Context and matters. Context does matter. If people don't remember the Russell Wilson story, he was drafted, what, in the second round or fourth round? Third, one of those third. Th third round. Okay. He was drafted in the third round, but he came and beat out the free agent that they signed that year uh, in camp. Pete Carroll decided to go with the kid. You know why? Because he can ad-lib. I, I I think that's part of football. Now, you heard Coach Kyle Shanahan said that they don't practice ad-lib plays. But then you heard Brandon Ayu says, yeah, man, we practice that. <laughs> You're like, yeah, you we know, do. Yeah, yeah, we do. So, like, it's so funny listening to him in the pressure. They just don't be on the same page. But I think Kyle, what Kyle was saying, it's not like it's a play that's scripted and is drawn up. What they do is if it happens, you know, they want to make sure that it's, you know, it's properly executed. Uh, that was my favorite throw in the whole game. I know people love that 38-yard throw down the field to Brandon Ayuk. That was a big-time throw. But that ad-lib play, you know, to get Brandon Ayuk in the end zone, you, the reason why it was my favorite is because when you call Brock Purdy a game manager and he changes the game with a play like that, he directed and told Ayuk where to go. Do you know how hard that is on the run, like scrambling? That is what makes Brock Purdy. He has this it factor, and I can't, I can't, can't measure. You can't measure the it factor. I agree. I freaking love it. Now we're getting some BA talk in the chat. Um, and I want to go through a couple things here about, first off, uh, Mickey, he asked this, could Brandon Ayuk play in the slot if Jennings isn't there? He could, but you don't want to do that. That's a less valuable position because the number one wide receiver, somebody can stretch the field vertically and run all the routes. B.A. can do that. Jawan Jennings cannot do that. Debo can do it to a lesser extent. Um, so you wouldn't move somebody from a prime position to an unvalued position like the slot. So he probably could. He blocks well enough for damn sure. Uh, but you wouldn't want to do that. Now, if we look at B.A.'s kind of current place, this is the top 12 receiving yardage years for any wide receiver. It's yeah. Jerry Rice and T.O. And yeah. then we got number 12, Brendan Ayuk, with 1,317 yards. What stands out to you on this list? Uh, Jerry Rice. <laughs> Jerry Rice, Jerry Rice, Jerry, uh, Rice, Jerry, 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 Rice, Jerry right. Rice. But listen, it's Jerry, it's Jerry Rice. It's so if I'm if I'm Brandon Ayuk, this is why I would want to stay here because I want to pass. I want to surpass the goat. Uh, you can. It's cool. You can go and surpass the goat on another team, but to surpass the goat on the team of which he was the which is he is the goat of that that's that would drive me to come out every year and 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 be better and do it on an offense now you know Jerry Rice did it we had weapons as well but to do it on an offense with a bunch of weapons um you, you come on like that that's almost surreal right and so to for him to not have an attitude for him to not be a diva for him to not be like throw me the damn ball you know that's dope, but when he go, when the, when his number is called, he goes out there and makes the plays. I want to kind of rewind to Mickey's comment real quick. You don't have to bring it back up, but I just wanted to kind of 
say my piece on that particular statement because I if, if 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 I know Mickey like I know Mickey I understand where he's coming from because you see Devontae Adams playing the slot you see these other wide receivers playing the slot and they don't give two, yeah they don't give two flying cares about that uh the value of the of the position and if if you know that best player is going to follow them or whatever 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 i kind of i kind of agree i kind of understand where mickey's coming from it would be cool in this game i would like to see a three wide receiver set which means we'll be in 11 personnel i would like to see that set with debo uh brandon Ayuk maybe in the slot and put uh uh ronnie bell like in in the position let him stretch the field he'll probably get one-on-one the speed for that though I, I mean, he I, plays the spot, so I th- I think in this offense, it's not necessarily about sp- it's speed, but it's about more about getting open. And I think he can get open. I think he can run a double double move, find yeah. a way to get open. It's not just about speed; it's just about getting open. Because I don't think Brandon Ayuk has the super speed either. But man, his footwork is ridiculous. But this is a game where you could kind of test it. I think they'll defend him one on one. Brock Purdy, Sam Darnold, whoever's quarterbacking that week, they might want to try to take advantage of it. Why not? Give it a chance. The game don't matter anyway. If it works, you're like, oh, snap, right? It's not like it's the championship game and and and, and you're you're losing and you run a flea flicker. Yeah, there we I had, go. I had, I had to do that. I'm sorry. That pissed me off so much. I'm sorry. Uh, My bad. <laughs> that's okay. Bad. And I'll say this. You know, I get like – BA is going to be a huge talking point all year. He's under contract, ladies and gentlemen. Like fifth year option. I, yeah. I feel like a lot of the narratives that go around with trades or whatever else, people don't pay attention to the contracts. BA's under contract next year. Now, could the 49ers trade him if they don't want to choose to sign him long term and all that stuff? Sure. Like those are some issues, but like I'm telling you this, and I hate that we're gonna have to go through this again. With B.A., it's going to be just like Debo, just like Bosa, just like all those guys. He's under contract in his fifth year. Nothing's going to happen before the draft, and then it's going to carry on and whatever else. And I hope he's here for you know the rest of his career because I love B.A. so much. But like B.A. will be traded for multiple for like first-round pick plus, or he's going to be here next year. So we'll deal with that whenever we get there. Let's stick with the things that, you know, we can deal with and enjoy BA being here now. Shout out to Niner Faithful Fantasy. I'm going to let you take this super chat, Wayne. All right, Niner Faithful Fantasy. Thank you so much for the super chat contribution. Will the 49ers play the starters against the Rams Sunday? Because, you know, you don't, you do not want for the players to be rusty and rest two weeks without playing. Let me know. Now, I saw in the comment section, Dante Pettis, I mean, not Dante Pettis, Dante Whitner said, you know, there's no such thing as rust. rust. And, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not, I never played in the NFL. So, I, you know, but I do know players come out there looking weird. They look different. They don't look like they're in sync. So you can call rust. You can call it not being in sync. You can call it, they take, they're too slow. You're trying to get together. Something does happen when you take too much time off, that's why I like the Super Bowl because it's equivalent. Both teams get the rest. Both teams, you know what I'm saying, get a chance to kind of like whatever. So that's why I like that, but this isn't like that. So uh, in this particular situation, I don't know if it's rust, but I think Kyle has the experience by now to know how to manage his players. And so I'm I'm good either way. If he rests if he rests the starters, if he lets them play for a half, if he lets them play for two drives, I think I'm good with Kyle Shanahan's game plan 
yeah. this particular game. I like that. Uh, David says, John, you had a chance to look at Brendan Rice this year. He's the wide receiver from USC. Not starting my draft work yet. Oh. I remember the years where That's I would Jerry start Rice, my son. draft work. Yeah. Uh, he went from Colorado to USC. I have seen him play, but I used to start draft work, you know, back in the Tom Sula days, like in October. <laughs> Like, no, I, I'm in the moment, and when the season's over, we're all in on the draft. Are you doing the Senior Bowl this year again? Yeah, I'll be at the Senior Bowl Heck this yeah, year. Yeah, it's going to be it. good. I think Johnny Dell's going to be there. We'll be there together, have us fun, eat some good gator nuggets, you know? That's so cool, man. I love it. I love that you guys go down there because I learned so much from you guys. Uh, draft content is – I freaking love it, man. Now, I will say this. Let's let's jump real quick because we've talked about Purdy. We've talked about Kittle. Let's go talk real quick about CMC and what he's been able to do. If we're just looking at rush yards, uh, he's got 1,459 rush yards, which is fourth all-time 49ers yeah. history. Pretty That's damn good. impressive. Super impressive. Look at the list. Just look at the yeah. list. Frank Gore. It's, it's Frank Garrison Gore, Garrison Hurst, Roger, Roger Craig, uh, Christian McCaffrey. And so, unfortunately, the buck stops last week uh, because he's already been ruled out against the Rams with the strained calf muscle. Um, right. And so we'll, we'll see. You know, like, uh, the good thing is, divisional round, he'll be fresh. And I think that's what you want, right? You want your running back to be super duper fresh. Are these all purpose yards right these here? These are all purpose yards right here. Yeah. Okey so walk dokey. us through this bad boy. All right. So your all purpose yards guys are going to be your receiving yards along with your rushing yards. And you can see 2006, man, Frank Gore leads the team and he's probably going to be there. Maybe next year, Christian McCaffrey will find a way to bump up. Um, this is from 16 games played, as you can see on this list. I like that. Uh, but look, that's a great list, man. Frank Gore, Garrison Hurst, double back from Roger Craig, Christian McCaffrey up there. Oh, is Jerry Rice and Debo Samuel the only receivers on this list? Yep. Wow. No T.O. No T.O. on the list. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. 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 People forget how good that Debo Samuel 2021 year is. Uh, Jerry Rice see? had more yards one time in his career with the 49ers. Once. Did we see T.O. I mean T.O. in the backfield? Uh, he got a couple carries. Uh, let's yeah. see here. I want to look this up because yeah, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of don't remember. I know he would take a screen and 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 run a mother go. I, I know, I know. To was a, one was one of my favorite wide receivers to play the game. Like so, like with Jerry the Rice. Niners, he had twenty one carries. This is Terrell Owens, one hundred sixty two yards, two yeah. touchdowns. Yeah, that that's why his that's why he won't be on this list for all purpose yards. But I know I watched Jerry Rice do what Debo Samuel did. There was a there was a Super Bowl. He took a play to the house, like a Debo play to the house. So like I know, like that's what he does. So like yeah, it, it, it's cool. But you know, hopefully Debo will get back to that if he can remain healthy for a full season and get factored back into the offense uh, in some type of a way. But it's cool to see Charlie Garner up there too. A lot of people don't remember him. That dude had from, a year from Philly. Man. Yeah, he had a year. I just <laughs> looked up Jerry Rice's career rushing stats. Okay. Listen to this: eighty-four carries. He's just with the Niners. I don't care what he did with other people. Six hundred and twenty-five yards, ten touchdowns. Like Monster. that's pretty damn. Ten touchdowns is rushing. Woo! Monstrous. Woo! All he did was score touchdowns, man. That, that's Monstrous. Just, that's just all I, that. I he think. Did. I, I think Jerry Rice thing was I don't want to be tackled ever. Don't touch <sighs> me. So fun, man. Can't touch this. Was... That should have been his theme song. 
Gosh, no, 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 no. Uh huh. Rick James. <laughs> um, from Hanana Haya. I can't say your name, but it's awesome. What's the status of Ray Ray? Well, Ray Ray, uh, the the practice window has been open of him returning from the uh, injured reserve, uh, and uh, I got a better question. Well, Ray Ray, if you can call up one person, who would it be? Danny Gray or Ray Ray? I will say that Shanahan's going to stay with his checkers mind or his chess mindset. You keep Danny Gray where he is. You don't activate him because his season will toll. You get an extra year out of his rookie contract. You allow Ray Ray to come back. Probably this don't come back year. this week. Uh, yeah. I don't mind Ronnie Bell returning punts this week. Don't mind. I think this would be good practice for him. There's no consequences. That's good. That's beneficial. But yeah, if I can't have Ray Ray back, if Ray Ray's not trending to be back after the bye week, then I activate Danny Gray and only then. Yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. Um, I want to see Danny Gray play football for the Niners, but the cool thing is they can work him out in a, a whole nother year. He did. Ha this is not an accrued season for him. They get a whole new year, whole other year out of him where they can a see if he's the... <laughs> All right, Beauty and there the we Beast. We, behind the scenes, we started to show off with Little Mermaid. That was Mermaid. Aladdin. That was Aladdin. A la whole new world. My bad, Aladdin. My bad. My bad. My bad. Beauty <laughs> and the Beast was Beauty and the Beast. Up, but but my point is we did some Disney behind the scenes for people that don't know where we're going with this. But nah, man. <laughs> I like I like the fact that, you know, Ray Ray is going to be back. You get your you get your kickoff returner. Uh, you get your punt returner. And you relieve the stress of you guys, the faithful out there, when Ronnie Bell goes back there. And, Do you and have stress? Field. Like, I know you're a Michigan guy through and through. And so I know I, that you I, are I, like, you don't get stressed when you see 10 returning a punt? I don't. He's muffed Play. two punts. He does. I, I, he's muffed two punts out of bounds. There was a fumble that wasn't a fumble. But for some reason, I don't get nervous. It's like, how I many know, lives does this dude have before I know, he lost us? I, look, he's got to learn. Well, he's and not, I love he's, Ronnie Bell, just not as a punt returner as a rookie. He's got, Next he's year. got. If if he's gonna punt return, he's got to learn. I remember the year Brandon Ayuk punt return, and I thought he was terrible. He didn't yeah, muff didn't stuff, he but he was terrible. Like, ter he would get cracked. Same thing we see with Ronnie Bell, right? So listen, I'm gonna just go off what you guys feel, and if y'all want him out, he's got to go from punt yeah. returning. I want to see him more on no 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 big papa that's not true because from what i watched last night i don't want to see a michigan receiver return anything they oh should just wow be, should just be fair uh, catch I, I wasn't trying to go down that way that's I'm fine sorry. it should be fair catch hand in the air let the ball go over your head into the end zone whatever i don't want to see a michigan player that is not what we do anyway that is not what we do that michigan players don't return stuff charles woodson no longer plays desmond howard no longer plays you understand what i'm saying these are different players i'm cool with not him not doing that so this ain't got nothing to do with him being in michigan i'm with you i just don't get nervous you asked me did i get nervous no. i don't but i think they need to get him back just to be in a wide receiver i'm not a religious man but i start doing hail mary's as soon as i see that dude back there i'm just <laughs> like oh man i just uh, wait for i just wait for your tweet <laughs> please <laughs> never ever again ronnie Bell. i, 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 I can't like, man my heart i get palpitations i'm just saying man and just punt returns scare the hell my first coordinator job was special teams yeah and I like it was a premium. Like, okay, who's got the best hands? I don't give a damn if you could return. I want Kyle Use check back there. Just secure the damn catch. Whatever you get's gravy. 
don't cost the game. And we haven't seen that yet. Hopefully we don't. Uh, shout out to the man, Coach Cruz. He is part of the Rush crew he, and just a good friend, great man. He says, can we talk about why we don't just line up best on best and heavy package on the left place, mash mouth when we're inside the five? Two weeks in a row, we've tried the right side. It did not work. I don't understand it. And anytime you get down to the goal line, literally on the goal line, it should be a touchdown. In that five-yard range, it should be a touchdown. You have Debo Samuel, which can run it in on any given play. You have Christian McCaffrey. You don't have to run a dive right to the right side. You can do it to the left side if you feel comfortable and confident. Put Charlie Warner, George Kittle out there. Get your two tight ends out there. Get your offensive line blocking that way. Get everything pulling that way. And then, hell, you can probably get a guy to cut a reverse and go back the other way because everybody's going to be shifted to that side. It's not creative at all, Coach Cruz. It's straight dive up the middle, and it doesn't work. It Don't dive from the five. That's, my, that's my, my thing. Don't dive from the five. Also, I do have to throw this out there since Michigan's on the thing. Down points in the fourth quarter. Michigan has the ball at the five-yard line. And do you know what that dude called? He called a damn run play. And I'm just sitting there like, oh, now you run it from the five. Now Are you talking you about Coach Harbaugh? Because you didn't say damn yes. dude. So I, I yeah, want to. Uh, I love Harbaugh. Well, I love well. I, some, I, I was some, triggered. I was no, triggered. somebody on Twitter. <laughs> here, here's what Breezy does, right? I'm going to talk <laughs> about anybody Same. at any given moment. I and was talking I want, trash to you right after you won. And sure enough, did. You, you, but wait till, wait till you play Texas. That's exactly what you said. I'm like, damn, can I enjoy the win? Listen, I will call Coach Harbaugh out for anything. I will call anybody out. Like, that's what I'm going to do. Now, I, I don't have a problem backing it up, but that was the worst game. It was a Kyle Shanahan game plan. I thought they were Tweedledee, Tweedledum. I'm like, why are we not? How do you not run the ball or give the ball to your best player? I'd be asking Kyle Shanahan the same thing as well. Yeah. You got five best players, and you just, I don't get it. I don't be understanding it. I don't be getting it. That's that's game planning. It's game yeah. planning. Ah, he man. Well, he didn't learn the whole game, Philip. <laughs> The whole game, you could have just ran with Blake Corum the whole game. They couldn't stop him. It took him all that time. It took to be losing with four minutes to learn. Got yeah. you. Got there you. Go. Some Got people you. don't learn. And Harbaugh and Shanahan are birds of a feather in that uh that ilk. Bingo. And that's part of why they're so great. Let's just be honest with you. Like they're you insane, right? That's that insanity title, right? That's both what of it them is. Qualify. Yes. There they you need go. attention. Um and I love both of them uh, equally. I was pulling for Michigan, and I hate Michigan. I've hated Michigan my whole life, but I was pulling for them because of Harbaugh and Wayne. And you do so, hate Michigan, but you definitely I show do. them love. Yeah, hey man, I stick to stick to the family. Hannah says, you know, the fact that we're discussing it in the end zone when we have guys like CMC and Jordan Mason. Yeah, I'm with you. Now, what's crazy is the 49ers are the number one red zone scoring team in the NFL. We're the number one team. We have the best percentage in the red zone even though it shows its head. And it's funny because I got a couple emails about how terrible the 49ers are at tackling. It's an issue in today's NFL, but you look at it, we're fifth best tackling team in the NFL. Fifth best. Doesn't mean we're great, but I'm just saying, Okay, you look at across the NFL, this is an issue. Look at the draft. It's all guys that can break tackles. That's all everybody's drafting now. You're right. You're right. You know what it is for the 49ers? It's the missed tackle, which leads to explosive plays, 
which leads to more missed tackling, which might not be missed tackles because of the first it's, missed tackle. It's snowfall. Like and, snowfall. and it's the it's the domino effect, right? And so when you look at the 49ers and you see a missed tackle, you're like, dang, especially the ones that are tackles for losses and they don't wrap or they slip out of it or somehow next thing you know it goes from a three-yard loss to a 30-yard gain i mean look at brian robinson the dude ain't played in two weeks in this past game and he had two explosive plays the the, the commanders I was about to call him the other team the commanders couldn't even figure out life at that moment they give it to brian anderson i mean brian robinson they say what the hell run he gets a 12-yard run and then a 22-yard screen and that to me john i still don't understand why we can't defend the screen well I, I know our players are downfield but there's got to be some type of a screen buster call to, to to blow that up what's good snoop yeah what's up snoop how you doing i like this question from nbn pineapple i freaking love it okay. he says uh can you guys rate the teams you want the 40 hours to play the playoffs let's do this out of the teams that are still eligible what are your two favorite matchups if you could have dallas and philadelphia those are your you think we we match up better against them than anybody it's, else. I know it's weird. You haven't played Detroit yet, so you don't want to say you can you'll match up well against them. The one thing you got you know you're gonna get from Detroit is you're gonna get smath mouse football for 60 seconds. And when I tell you you have to be ready for anything and everything under the sun, Dan Campbell will go for it on fourth and seventy. Like you just gotta be ready. And the Niners will probably give up a fourth and seventy. Like that's kind of what they do. They give up the big fourth, the big fourth down, the big third down. So that's Dan Campbell. Like that's the type of coach he is. The other coaches are, are, are you know, even Nick Nick Serrani is kind of like in that way. You know, he's gonna go for it on fourth down. But I think the matchups. I think the matchups. I don't think we match up well with the Rams. I know a lot of people feel like we do. I don't think we do. I don't think we still cover the slot well. I know people think we do. I think Pukunukua will be a nightmare in that game. And if the Niners can't stop the screen, well, Kyron Williams, you can stop the run, but Kyron Williams will screen that ass up. And that's what he did in the first game. It was Kyron Williams and Pukunukua. Go figure. Then Kyron Williams got hurt in the season, and then their offense kind of dropped off big time. And then when he came back, they picked right back up. So my matchups would be Dallas Cowboys. I don't think they match up well. I don't think their defense matches up with our offense. I don't think their offense can do anything to our defense. And then I, I like the matchup between Philly. I think the Niners have the blueprint on Jalen Hurts, and they will let one wide receiver have a day. I love that, man. My my number one would be Tampa Bay if I could play any team. I, I just don't think the Bucks. they're a great team, and they've kind of – maximized what they have, which is cool. But I think that we match up very well against them. Um, and then my number two would be Philadelphia Eagles. So uh, we're close there. Uh, Cowboys aren't too far off. The Green Bay team is probably the team I would not want to play right now. But um, again, doesn't worry me. I'm just looking matchup wise at what they do defensively. I feel like they're a pretty damn good defensive team. And when Jordan Love is on, he's on. Uh, but no team worries me in the NFC, not even a little bit. Um, and yeah, I don't buy into the Rams are a bad matchup for us. I don't buy that. As a soul certified, I get it. And I, I we've beat them how many times in a row and the one time they beat us they had the best team in their life and we dropped an interception in the fourth and jimmy g kind of went down his leg at the end of the game so yeah i, I don't know man i i get that they have five good players but they just got a different a look on offense this year and so back offense then is you, great defense the, is trash defense they is just different. almost lost to the freaking giants giants i i know i uh, know 
But they play us differently. They match up differently against the Niners. And they play different. Not well. Not well. It doesn't well. it doesn't it doesn't seem well. So oh, let's, let's just go back go then let's talk about the first game, right? Because okay. the first game didn't go in the Niners favor other than the fact that they found a way to win the game, right? Right? They had a lot of yards. That they, I mean they they did very well for the first half. It, we still won by, you know, we were up by 11 points until they kicked that stupid trash field goal. Field goal. Right. Coward. But but but, coward. but my but my but my point is they were giving the Niners yeah. I would say a, a little fritz, right? That you had to figure out how to. You were scratching your head because you couldn't figure out how Puka Nakua was going off. Now I think the Niners come back with a better game plan, and I don't think Cooper Cup is the same guy he was two years ago from that injury. So the Niners, I still have the advantage, but it's Sean McVay and it's Matthew Stafford. These are two guys that hate the 49ers, so they're going to come out, yeah, and put their play their best life games. So at the end of the day, I'm not worried about them. I just think the matchup, because it's a divisional game, would suck. I like that. I like that. Now, uh, a couple things I just want to update real quick before we bounce out of here. This Thursday at 4.30 p.m., we're going to have our Jerry Rice Tier Zoom hangout. Uh, I want to hear from you guys. That's up on Patreon and the 49ersRush.com. And then we got our tailgate. Wade, you coming out for the playoff tailgates. I'll be at the playoff tailgates with the 49ers Rush Road Trip crew. And it's going to be so cool because we are going to turn all the way up. That's right. Tickets are up now. Early bird pricing only going to be up for two more days. So this is the cheapest they're going to be. Premium tailgate, premium food, premium bar, premium liquor, premium everything. Just Giveaways, premium. you name it. Premium gas. Always. Yeah. Just yeah. yeah, it's premium. Yeah. 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Prices will go up, though. So, like, right now is the cheapest they will be if you want to come hang out with us. That's the divisional round, which will be the 49ers' first playoff game. Come party with us. 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Let's go. Wayne? Yeah. Take us out of here, my friend. We got one more Super Chat contribution you oh. want, I want you to read, and then oh. we'll be out. Oh, I missed it. There it is. Gold-blooded. Gold-blooded. <laughs> what do you think the biggest reason is why we struggle against screens? We put players, one, we play a lot of zone, okay? So that's going to cause you to hesitate just a little bit because you're dropping to a space. If I'm manned up with a running back or a tight end and I see him peel off, that's my guy. But we run the least amount of man in the NFL. And what Steve Wilkes has done that is incredible is he makes it look like we're running man, but it's still zone. Charvarius Ward talked about that a little bit this week, and so that's that's the difficult because they're gonna we're gonna drop to our spaces. They're gonna get their blocking assignments. The way that you counteract that is with defensive ends and defensive tackles that hustle their a off and cut off that backside inward cut. We've struggled there um, a little bit this year. Not gonna lie, we have struggled. Eric Armstead being out. That's one of the things he's best at. Hargrave coming back helped considerably, um, but that's one of the things we've we've struggled with continuously. And our safeties are taking some terrible angles. Terrible. Could agree. Couldn't agree more. I just think that because of our zone-based defense, they're just too far away in space to get to those spots. They they just they're in coverage. They're covering a space, and when it when it's time to react. The blocks are the blocks are there. That's why you see Fred Warner get blocked out. Right, he he's a missed tackle, but he's literally getting blocked at the same time. And so it's just so weird. For some reason, they can't figure out how to how to figure that out. But they'll get it. They'll get it. 
I love it, man. I love it. All right, Wayne. Appreciate yes. that. I'm glad you saw that. Take us out, my friend. Hey, man. You guys have remained faithful all season long. We got one week left of the regular season. The 49ers already clinched. And I tell you what, guys, we can sit back and relax for a week as we game plan for that divisional round. But until then, guys, keep the faith going strong. Stay strong, faithful. We out. Peace. When your money's on the line, choose a trusted sportsbook that gives you tools to win, like my bookie. And my bookie doesn't matter if your team's up or down. You can easily cash out or bet the game live to come out on the winning side. Use my bookie for daily odds boost, same game parlays. I like teasers. And take advantage of the huge prize pool contest. Plus, my bookie currently has a no strings attached cash bonus that lets you deposit, withdraw, Quick, carries a one-time rollover, can't find that anywhere else. Just use promo code 49ers, 49ERS, or scan the QR code on this video right next to my face here to claim your own cash deposit bonus now. That's promo code 49ers. So try my money uh, money bag. Uh, you basically roll the dice, and it picks a team and gives you extraordinary extraordinary odds on who's going to win the Super Bowl. Um, lots of fun options there, so bet anything, anytime, anywhere, and I do mean anywhere, wherever you are, you can bet with my bookie. Just make sure you use the promo code 49ERS, and let's go. Let's make some money together. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.